ladies and gents, here we are again. Run CMB is back. Got my boys, Chris Thomas. What's up, world? And Matt Nubel. How we doing, boys? Man, living good. And your boy B, Brandon Diet. Looking forward to today's episode. Chris, you look like you got something on the tip of your tongue, dog. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, we always... We 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 professionals. I mean, you hit record and we just jump right into the pie. Like, how y'all doing, man? Like, just <laughs> checking in on y'all. How y'all doing? How's yeah, life? Right. Yeah. You know, life is a little crazy right now. The world's a little little upside down. How how y'all holding up? <laughs> just living. Uh, just living. <laughs> yeah, good, man. Doing the best I can. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, we're we're all black men in America. We can't be doing that great. But uh, <laughs> you tell yourself that lie every day. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> I mean, we could be doing good, but we got oh, a bunch we, of, yeah. We're the we best storytellers. We're the best storytellers. Oh, man. Y'all don't even know, but we, if only, if only the audience knew the, 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 pre, the pre-chat <laughs> banter, the pre-pod banter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just get gets the juices flowing, gets the creative yeah. juices flowing. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, man, that was it. That was it. I was just wanted to check in. <laughs> yeah, appreciate. we got to check in. We got to check in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't all be business. Yeah, this is yeah. this is fun. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on, Brandon. Smile a little bit. I know, right? We got we, we got we, we got to make sure we, we don't laugh sure enough. We, we don't laugh enough. No, just kidding. Well, that's not <laughs> true. Kidding. That's not true. Yeah, no. <laughs> For the next hour plus, I'm sure there'll be laughs of plenty. Oh, plenty, plenty. <laughs> oh man, matter of fact, dude, I think like I linked us. I looked us up on Spotify through Buzzsprout. You know our new uh, podcasting platform. Yeah, they yeah. can list us as a comedy. What? Well, they're, they're not wrong. They're I know. Right? Wrong. <laughs> I can't even listen to us when we're when I'm working because it's just too distracting. I'm literally just laughing and po- I'm like a part of the audience. I'm, I'm making jokes too. <laughs> I, 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 I fight back the the feeling to just pull a coworker into the office like, yo, you got to listen to this. Come here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a good one. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, just for a plug, make sure you check us out on all of our platforms, right? Make sure you like, share, tweet us out, Facebook share us, tell your peoples about us, give us the five stars, the five star ratings, all all of those things. Follow us on all of our platforms. So we're on um, Facebook and Instagram, at RunCMB Podcast. Of course, Twitter, CMB underscore run. And don't forget the soundtrack that we update weekly. Got to be one of the best hip-hop soundtracks playlists on Spotify. Got to be. It's a strong Easily. one. It's Easily. a strong one, man. All you do is hit shuffle, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think Chris is about to fuck that playlist up this week. But whatever. Anything, I'm about to help it out. Anything, I'm going give to give it a little boost if it needed Damn. one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it later, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, speaking of fucking shit up. Uh, earlier this week, man, let's kick it off first 16. Uh, earlier this week, Rush dropped the bomb and revealed that Sahai the Prince has been ghostwriting or did some ghostwriting for Travis Scott. And in the world of hip hop, man, I don't know when that hit because we talked about before, like Q be to write for Dre and the and the cats and NWA, but ghostwriting is a no no in hip hop. Fellas, Chris, I'll kick it off to you first, man. What are your thoughts on this? Well, like truthfully, I don't know if ghostwriting is necessary. I mean, obviously, it, it comes up a lot and not in the the most positive a light, but I think it's for me, it's interesting when another rapper is ghostwriting for you like to me i mean there's there's writers especially in r&b too where like they don't necessarily perform they're not artists their whole job is to just write songs and compose songs and if that were the case eh, maybe i wouldn't view it as as harsh as i do now but i mean i went back because when i heard this and i was like okay let me let me listen back and see if Travis Scott actually got some bangers and no, he doesn't. At least my opinion, he doesn't. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. No. Um, but you can hear Psy High in those tracks. You can hear that Psy High, like the way he raps. You can you can hear it. And maybe I was biased after reading the article. Um, but and even still to me, when if Psy High writes for you, then I'm thinking like, OK, you, there's gonna be some some jabs in there, and it, it's almost like Sci High dumbed down his pen for Travis Scott. He's like, "No, this is what Travis Scott sounds like. I can't come with those those <laughs> bars. I can't come with those metaphors. That's not Travis. I'm gonna write this for Travis." So, yeah, I, I truth it didn't didn't make much of a ripple on the radar. I listened, informed myself, and now it's time to move on. All right. Well. I'm going to say something different, Chris. <laughs> I happen to really enjoy Travis Scott's music. <laughs> music was the key word. Never would say I love him as a lyricist. I never. I, I mean, I just don't even consider him a rapper. Yes. Yeah, he's, again, part of that, that Kid Cudi stuff to me where it's like, you know, he's just melodically, he's an instrument. Yeah. I, I do really appreciate his music. It, it definitely has like a, I don't know, cinematic quality, if you ask me. Um, he kind of does. I mean, I guess he's a protege of uh Kanye West, so it wouldn't. I think Kanye and uh TI, I think he's on some of their projects, or he was on a project with Kanye or a project with TI. I know he runs with both those camps, but um, yeah, just sci high to me. I would expect him to kind of you know rap the way he does, but for sci high's bars. He wasn't as good as he should be <laughs> on uh, Travis Scott. And Travis Scott, you know, he just sounds average. So I, I, it didn't really make a, a big splash to me, but that's just because I expect below average bars from Travis Scott. Would you expect Travis Scott to be able to to deliver Sci High bars? That's kind of why I thought Sci High had to bring it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's below average for, for Sci High, but, you know, that's ghostwriting, I guess. <laughs> Well, I think it's interesting that, like, I don't think this made the ripple, and maybe it's because it's Travis Scott. And Matt, to your point, uh, like, he's not like hip hop in yeah. in its truest form. 
But, you know, for the whole, again, like the whole Drake beef was, Meek Mill Drake beef was all about ghostwriting. And that's really, I feel like when the whole ghostwriting thing blew up, like, okay, who who's actually rapping? Who's, who's, or who has a ghostwriter? And it's interesting. Why do you think in hip hop it's so taboo, right? Because Chris, to your point, you talked about like, R&B, I'm sure every other musical genre, there is somebody writing your stuff. But in hip hop, you know, it's it's almost like you're, you know, excommunicated from, from the community. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you found out to, to have a ghost story. is it because like you're almost supposed to live that life that you speak on in hip hop? I don't know. For me, I guess it's and and not to downplay like some of the other genres, but like hip hop is like like R and B. Either you can you can sing or you can't. There's really I mean you can get a singing coach or whatever, but truthfully, it's it's you either have it or you don't. Hip hop is something you have to to work at. It's a craft, and if you find that other people are are crafting your sound, then it just I don't know. I guess it hits a little different in hip hop. It, it's almost like it's cheating. Yeah. I mean, I think we brought it up in an episode when we were talking about Dre and how Jay was writing for, for Dre on, on Chronic 2001 and kind of analogized it to steroids in baseball. It's not <laughs> 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 like there's an asterisk next to your albums. Like it's it's yeah. different, especially if you're if you're viewed as like a lyricist. Like, And right. I think that's how why this Travis Scott thing. To, to both your points didn't really hit as hard because nobody is really saying Travis Scott is a lyricist and now we find that people are writing his lyrics. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like if you were a producer and we, we you're like, man, this shit is knocking and we come to find out it was Timbaland the whole time. <laughs> like it's this is it's odd. Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah hip hop just it's like I said, it's a craft. So it's yeah. you can't you can't cheat in hip hop. Yeah. Especially if you're like considered a writer as well. I mean, when's the last time you read a book written by like four or five guys? Yeah. I've yeah. never read a novel by like that many people putting <laughs> stuff together. And it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear one voice, one direction. That makes sense. But I think with Travis Scott and those guys, they're almost like composers a little bit. And so I, when, that's just kind of how I go into listen to their projects. I don't really, you know, I'm not going in there for the bars. Yeah. Just not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But you think Russ, though, you think he tried to make a splash just because uh, he's, I mean, I guess he's, you know, singer, songwriter, kind of that guy that does it all. And so you think, what do you think his point was with just trying to, like, salt Travis Scott? I don't know if he was trying to salt Travis Scott. I think he was trying to salt ghostwriting in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially with Russ being essentially self-made. Um, yeah. So I think he he probably takes some exception to Ghostwriter because he he works his ass off to get his products out and he's like, oh, here you right. are, you know, yeah, <laughs> right. taking the taxi to the finish line. <laughs> I've been running this whole race. <laughs> yeah, y'all remember that talking? episode of Fresh Prince <laughs> where uh, G was in that race and he <laughs> took the cab to the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> that that's basically the visual representation of ghostwriting in hip hop. <laughs> what we're just talking about though, uh, Travis Scott on a magazine with his hand in there, and like five other rappers and Wale's hand couldn't be in there. 
Oh <laughs> shit, we were. Yes. Just like maybe Russ thought his hand should have been in there. He's like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Next topic. Let's talk about one of our favorite artists of all time, Method Man. Stepping into, I, I was actually surprised to hear about this. That. So he's stepping into the battle rap arena, essentially, right? And I, I found it hard to believe that this was his first battle rap. Yeah. You know, like to me, Method Man has quietly become the hardest working man in hip hop. I mean, this dude's acting, dropping albums, battle rapping now, doing workout videos. Yeah, that, he got right. that TV show. Yeah. He got that yeah. battle rap TV show. Yeah. Whatever it's yeah. called. I thought I saw him battling James Corden one night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I did watch the video, and you could definitely tell it's his first attempt at battle rap. I mean, that's a whole nother arena. That's a whole nother zoo. Yeah. Um, and his his bars were nice. His raps were nice, but you could tell he did he wasn't. He was he was spitting some written stuff. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, and I guess even battle rappers are actually spitting written stuff. They know who they're facing yeah. well before that that ever happens. But he wasn't saying anything directly to that individual. Like I, I like that battle rap when he looks down at your sneakers, he sees what you're rocking, and now yep. the next four bars <laughs> about how garbage your shoe game is. <laughs> like, right? I like that. <laughs> that's battle. That's battle. That's, that's the old school yeah. battle. Exactly. That, that's my kind of battle rapping. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Bringing props and shit. <laughs> you know what I really hate about battle rapping? And I don't know how much battle rapping you guys have watched and, and where this really took a turn, but all the gunplay talking battle rapping and all the fingers oh, yeah. up and all up in your yeah. dude, if you'll get your hands off my fabrics. Right? What are you doing? And <laughs> <laughs> ain't damn one of y'all got no bodies. Stop talking about all the guns and shit. Like just rap. Like what what is it about battle rapping that makes it go to that 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 area? You know, I don't know why it seemed like it does it has turned though into yeah. that full show like <laughs> hands up in people's faces, poking them in their cheek. Flicking ears and stuff. It's like, whoa, man, this guy is all up in personal space. <laughs> bringing briefcases. What was that one we saw? Oh, it, the was bringing... <laughs> yeah, man. Like, this shit is way too personal right now. Oh, man. That's <laughs> still just the sport. Ever I need to follow up on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, but if yeah. meth stays at it, though, he's going to be nice. nice. I mean, it's meth. I mean, you yeah. know it. He's going to be nice, but. So was this because I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the video. Was this uh like was this like set up in the terms of like a friendly battle rap or was this like I mean because that's that's you know then that's definitely a little different in terms of the bars that are going to be delivered right like you're not you're not necessarily going to get you know the court documents brought into play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost the equivalent of like an exhibition game like yeah, yeah. like we're out here we're running we're getting the cardio in but this doesn't count so <laughs> right <laughs> like an all-star game like no one needs yeah. to get hurt <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even as a battle rapper even if you're an established battle rapper you know mess place in the in the game you don't 
right. you're not going to come disrespectful at meth. So it, it'll wow. be interesting to see where he goes from here. If this was like a one-off or if he plans on really exploring this further and adding another, you know, trophy to the mantle or some shit. Right. We'll see. Oh, like beyond that, though, man, it'd be dope to really see like hip hop get back to those roots, so to speak. Because last week we talked about Cole kind of side dissing, you know, cats, and it would be it would be nice to see some good old Nas Jay Z <laughs> just verbal sparring, right? I think that would be great for the game, man, because I think that's where it brings out a lot of creativity and. I think for the generation that we really enjoy, you know, battle rap is ingrained in that uh, culture and in and, and in that vibe of in, of their music. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, speaking of battles, we we had Fifty and Ti going at it this week. And I think this is, to me, this this conversation is like one of the reasons we started the pod, right? Uh, so basically, 15 Ti or Ti said something in an interview uh, that he, you know, his his, out, his collection is better than 50. His album collection is better than 50. 50 laughed and said, "Nah, you lost your mind." And Ti Ti came out and said that he had five classic albums. He said, he said three if you're conservative, but I think I got five classic albums. And then, you know, 50, you know, he wasn't going to let that slide. (laughs) (laughs) And we were kicking around on the chat. Five classic albums is Michael Jackson-esque. Like, that's a lofty. That's a lofty uh, goal to to achieve, and there's not too many people out there with five classic albums. So I try kicking around, like, okay, how many artists do actually have five classic albums? Mm-hmm. And I will say this: I think, as far as discography is concerned, I think Ti has more great albums than Fifty. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. you jump to get Richard Die Trying, but then after that, it's a slow, steady For decline. Sure. Yeah, uh, exactly. Big time. So again, I, I fifty man, he is mad. He's mad proud of himself. But let me stop for you. He, he starts jumping at me. <laughs> I don't need that kind of heat. But um, how many rappers did you guys come up with that you would think have five classic albums or maybe even four? You know who's close? The man of the hour, dog. I, I, Kanye West was really close to having five classic albums. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we did a whole Kanye episode, and he's incredibly easy to uh, make fun of these days. So we're not going to do that. But, like, <laughs> when you talk about old Kanye, right? You talk about dropout, late registration, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy graduation yeah right i don't know if it is quite up there but i mean even to have three is and 
And we also talked about in the chat, like defining classic. Yeah. Like that's, that's criteria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because my, my argument, what I said in the chat was, cause I thought you were talking about five classic songs. Yeah. And I still think, albums. yeah, yeah. But I, I still think having five classic songs <laughs> is tough in hip hop. Well, well, I think that's a little bit more achievable. I think there's probably quite a few artists who have five classic songs. Like yeah. when you say quite a few, though, like I don't know if there's more than off the top of my head ten artists who have five classic songs. Uh, yeah, nah, I think you. Yeah, I know, right? Not giving some artists <laughs> to do. You not been in concerts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the time you go to I concerts, did. they play the hits. Yeah. What's that? Most of the time when you go to a concert, they play the hits. And I mean, that's about an hour. And you're probably going to get, you know. I know, but I mean, I feel like, but to me, classics is like, that's something special, though. Like, I mean. I mean, you're looking for Will Smith summertime? It, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the definition of classic, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, that's, that's high. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, really high. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, but I mean. You know, whether it's episodes or song, either way, like, I mean, I really don't know of too many artists who are in that rare air. And to Chris's point, like, albums, if you're not talking mixtapes, I'm not sure, you know, like, if you're talking about Wheezy, then a lot of people, a lot of people talk about his mixtapes as yeah. much as they talk about, like, any classic albums he may have out there, right? So that's, like if you're not count mixtapes, does he have five? It's I, I would say so. Pretty much all the Carters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the block <laughs> is hot. So there's five right there. Drought <laughs> <laughs> three. Drought three. <laughs> <laughs> Double bits. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean what is your what is your uh like like what's your interpretation of a classic then? Like a classic song. Is it like for me, I would think it's like, you know, the crowd actually not even the crowd, just when it's on the radio or like, you know, you hear it. Most people know the words. Does a classic have to transcend hip hop though? Like, does it have to be like, obviously the hip hop fans know it, but does it have to transcend into like pop culture? Like in the club, like if you talk about 50s classic songs, right? In the club, like transcended hip hop. Like that was a song that everybody knew. Yeah, but I don't want to hear it again. I'm over that. <laughs> I just think it has to obviously have an impact um, in, within the game, but then it also needs to maintain relevancy. Um, I mean, like going back to summertime. I mean, God, what was that, mid 90s? I mean, yeah, and it's uh, still. That was like I mean, 92. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, has to, it has to be able to maintain relevancy. So, I, even still, even with that definition, I think there are several artists with classic songs. Yeah. Um, like, can you give me five off the top of your head? I mean, and and uh, that being said, I mean, I think you can give me five because, yeah, like Jay Z and and you know Wayne, Eminem. yeah, mm-hmm. those those dudes are easy. Does Ti have five classic songs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think they're there. I, I think they're there. I mean, he has, um, he has good songs, like, and that's, but 
I mean, again, I think it goes back to the criteria, right? Like, yeah. I mean, classic is a, is a lofty, lofty perch to sit on. And Rubber Band Man is a classic T.I. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubber Ask Band anybody in Panama City Beach. <laughs> Matt knows what I'm saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that album. Dude, we played the hell out that shit. <laughs> but it, I mean, that's a classic, though. But I don't think everyone knows that song, and so that's it's a classic to me, and I think it's a classic to most like hip hop heads. But yeah, it different. It didn't transcend the culture. I, so, I don't. I don't. I don't know if getting suburbia to, to yeah. like hip hop is a qualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A requirement yeah. for being a boy. Drake got all kinds of them. I don't <laughs> co-sign oh, that God. shit. <laughs> your boy Drake got just uh, albums and albums and classics. Okay. <laughs> have, have you guys heard all this conversation about comparing him to Michael Jackson lately? <laughs> no, come on. Have you? No, I'm, I'm serious. Lil Durk, Lil Durk said he's gonna start calling him Michael Jackson, and uh. Bad oh. Joe basically said Drake's only peer is Michael Jackson. As far as records are concerned, <laughs> dog, he was talking about in the conversation. Artists. Yeah, that's going a bit far. That's going a bit. Yeah. Far. That's what I'm saying that's yeah. that's that's yeah. that's what y'all are pushing. I'm not. No, hell no, hell no. Out of my. Don't you put that shit on me. No, that's what y'all are pushing. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah, no, he's nowhere close to Michael Jackson as an artist. Yeah, but yeah. as far as his impact on the game and the way his albums and, and records perform, you have to put him in the conversation. I mean, Jay-Z said it all the time. Only the Beatles in front of me. Maybe yeah. Drake has a similar line. Maybe <laughs> it's... Uh... <laughs> I, had some, I had some dark lanes going earlier. Yeah. I got Scorpion going right now. <laughs> what do you think about that, B? What do you think about that? <laughs> My bad. I got off the wall going right now. Drake edition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just remember who's little Dirk. Come on, yeah. Hey Come man, on. we'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> back back to the, the to the topic at hand. Like I, I'm still trying to think of who has five classic songs. Like I don't man. think I don't know if there's ten artists that have five classic songs in hip hop. There's easily ten artists that have yeah. five classic songs. Outcast easily. Eminem. Even Three Six Mafia is flirting with five classic songs. Right. Master P is flirting with five classic <laughs> yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ghetto, though. Shit. <laughs> For real. It's the ice cream man. Yeah. Make him on, say, man. uh. I mean, come on. This ice cream man is not no classic. Oh, that's Stop. a classic. Yes, it is. That's a classic. Yes, it is. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, man. That's a classic. Sorry, yeah. bro. Yeah. That was when I hated Master P, and I still say that's a classic. <laughs> that's a Make him say, uh, that, that was. That, that whole is, album was great. Yeah. <laughs> now, if Master P is flirting with five classics, yeah, that's there's, the a, there's a lot of artists. Bar. We got to bump yeah. the bar up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Even if there's ten, I, I I think my point is like I like I I don't know if that is as like achievable as a lot of people. I mean, so say say there's say there's twenty artists who have 
five classic songs. There's, I mean, how many that have five classic albums? Like, yeah, no, definitely yeah. nowhere near as many. But yeah. and then you know we talk about all the dudes, and we're gonna talk about a lot of dudes today. I mean, even the the dudes that we're talking about today. I mean, there's, I mean, and maybe that's the tie-in, right? Is is what does their disc- discography? Where does it leave them, right? In terms of classics, I mean, it's yeah. songs or otherwise. I mean, I think I do think it's it's a tough, uh, uh, you know, a tough accomplishment to achieve. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, but hip hop's a lot older than we're giving it credit for. Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's thirty, thirty plus, thirty five, forty years now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I at least would expect one artist every year <laughs> to be able to be the one to give be the neo. <laughs> Save this thing. And <laughs> <laughs> dodge some bullets, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Well, you ain't going to find him on recent double XL cars. <laughs> Not um, the recents, but those yeah. those first ones, man. Yeah. The first ones are were fire. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we might as well dive into it. That's our. Our main topic uh, today is looking at the 2007 to 2011 classes of the XXL uh, Freshman of the Year. And, you know, we're going to kind of chat about these these dudes. These Are there any, are there any females on this now that I think about this? No. No. They did not, they did not, not a single season. one. No. <laughs> Man, I was over here trying to be politically correct, but they sure they surely didn't put a, a single female Damn. on this freshman of the year. Oh man! Although I'm trying to think back to like 07 to 11, and granted, that's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> but who might have female-wise warranted being on that list? Mm-hmm. Not to say that there weren't. I, I definitely don't want to make that representation. There no, could have sure. been, but just I'm not. I'm struggling to come up with who might have yeah, made I think that list. Nicki Minaj probably was already doing her thing for a bit there. That's the only name that would really jump out of me. When did Nicki get popping, though? Not before 2007. Was mm-hmm. she? Well, maybe it was around that time. I, I don't know. I will say this is I. It was interesting, like when I was coming across some of these names, and then I was like, because we talked about last week, okay, what makes a freshman effort? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that you got five albums and they're calling you a freshman. So I was like, okay, what was this artist's like project that year? And I, I it caught me off guard when I was like, nah, nah, he, he, he wasn't around in 07, he wasn't around in 08. And he's just like, <laughs> oh, shit, he was. Right, so, yeah, right. yeah it's, it doesn't feel like 12, 13 years ago. I know. I know. Man, it's crazy. This is new rap. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I do feel like, you know, we, we were just talking about the ladies. I do feel like we should remind all of our new listeners, since we're on new platforms, uh, that we did have a whole episode about some of the, the, the females that you should be listening to. Not, not Nikki, not Cardi. <laughs> so um, some dope female MCs out there that aren't getting enough love. So definitely 
want to make sure you guys circle back and check that in the archives. But yeah, let's let's get it started, man. From the top, 2007. It's a big Ooh. year. It's a big year. Yeah, that yeah. That, that was a good. Good freshman effort for the freshman yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. Next for sure. <laughs> so we got so we got Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Gorilla Zone, and then it, it picks up Joel Ortiz, <laughs> Lupe Fiasco, Lil Boozy, Crooked Eye, Papoose, and Young Dro. But man, that's <laughs> there's a couple in there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't believe they had half a slaughterhouse in there. Oh no, <laughs> that was wild. See, that 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 was the reason I went back and tried to find like what exactly what what were their projects around that time? Because right now, at least for me, I fell victim to the to now. Like I'm, I'm looking back at that list, looking at Lupe as I look at him now. I'm looking at Crooked Eye as I look at him now. For sure. Was I listening to them back then? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like going to Lupe, he just had dropped food and liquor. Yeah. So I knew who Lupe was. So yeah, I mean, we that's a damn him. good entry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joel had just dropped his first project. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, perfect. I, re- I remember talking to you about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who's the coldest MC of them yeah. all? Joel Ortiz. But of course, you crazy. <laughs> Kids been nothing short of awesome lately. <laughs> Classic line. And he never stopped. <laughs> never stopped. Never stopped. So those were good, like freshmen. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, they definitely should have been on that list. And had I have peep that list back then because i wasn't reading double xl stop (laughs) (laughs) and internet and social media wasn't what it wasn't what it is now either so it was a little harder to come across these lists but looking back at it now had i come across that list then oh yeah i wouldn't know about ortiz i wouldn't know about lupe i'd be like okay y'all got this one right yeah definitely yeah yeah yeah, because i mean uh well even in their their hard album joel and and crooked talk about they have a song where they talk about meeting on a magazine cover uh so this is the you know first time they kind of cross paths one person i wanted to talk about on this list who i thought was gonna be the guys papoose and we we kind of talked about we've talked about papoose like in and out of, of a couple episodes here and there but Papoose is the one that I remember the most having the biggest blessing, so to speak. Like I remember, I remember his mixtapes because LimeWire had my computer all fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I remember getting some of, some uh, some of Papoose, and he was on that Touch It with uh, with Busta. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember Busta coming out and saying like Papoose was the dopest MC in New York. And that was like the blessing of all blessings that you could get uh, back in 2007. And I thought Papoose was going to blow up, man. I, I like I burned like three CDs full of just his like random songs I found on LimeWire. I was trying to tell everybody who would listen about Papoose, but man, like. He's he's just that dude that his studios have not lived up to to that underground legend. Yeah. yeah. Saigon was it, similar to me in that aspect though. Yeah. Because uh, I kept hearing about him and I could never I mean, I just could never get into it. I just thought I wondered like he's probably gonna go pretty far and I'm gonna be that one dude hating the whole time. <laughs> you didn't really go. I don't know. 
I mean, he did that. Uh, it looks like I like how artists do like uh, continuations of a particular like album. Like he had that greatest story never told, yeah. and that first one. I really liked that first one. Like that yeah. was, I think, my introduction to Saigon. And then for whatever reason, I never continued to follow him. And so maybe it wasn't that great. Maybe I'm, I'm in hindsight <laughs> giving it more praise than I did in the moment. But I remember a couple of tracks off that project I consistently had in rotation. So yeah. I don't know where he fell off. But uh, same thing kind of goes for Papoose. And Papoose, mm-hmm. to me, is interesting because he continually either gets brought up or inserts himself in that greatest <laughs> lyricist conversation. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know. I, it just hasn't been there for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember hearing about Saigon pretty early too. Um, and Crooked Eye, who I put on my Mount Rushmore, I just found him. So in this project, going back and realizing that he was on, uh, the double XL cover freshman of the year. I was actually pretty surprised to be honest. Yeah. That's funny that he's on that cover because Chris's point, it's like, what makes a freshman? Because Crooked Eye has been around since like death row days. Mm-hmm. He's on like one of the last death row projects. And that, that's when I really remember hearing him. Um, he was nowhere near as polished as he is now. And I mean, that's just a testament to his hard work and, him just staying hungry and writing and writing and writing and writing. But yeah, man, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was interesting when I remember seeing that cover, I was like, he's not a freshman. <laughs> right? He's well, been around forever. <laughs> what I wanted to, I was reading up and I guess like they were trying to take into consideration, like if you were making any, any noise in the game and that could be by mixtape. Yeah. Uh, I think probably nowadays it's probably more so tied to social media but so I, I wonder if Crooked had enough of a, a following um, because of some of those earlier projects or involvement in earlier projects that they were just like, oh, yeah, he's about to do something. And yeah. granted, they were right. Yeah. Um, very, very. Uh, that's some hell of a foreshadowing. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, I, I, I will say this, like, you know, we we uh, went pretty hard at double XL. <laughs> last week and we will in future episodes so don't get it twisted <laughs> but uh these and we chose 2007 to 2011 because i mean they they got about a 50 percent hit rate on 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 these years that's yeah. that's about as good as you can get when you're talking about foreshadowing you know artists careers yeah, and they covered a lot of like ground too. Like they had lyricists, serious lyricists on there. Yeah, they had a yeah, fun yeah. party guy. They had, you know, the new new age kind of weird dude. They had all a bunch of different stuff. Like this used to be the litmus test for me of like if I'm digging in the crates enough, like listening hard. <laughs> yeah, I will say I am disappointed because uh, those some diesels was my was my cut dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich Boy had some stuff, man. <laughs> I'm a little, a little disappointed he didn't, uh, yeah, he didn't really uh, pan out, so to speak. But uh, those some D's is a B. You were asking who has who has five classic songs. I don't think he has five, but <laughs> some D's is a classic hip hop song. That first album of his was hitting, though. That shit was hitting. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like I, I sent a, I sent a track out. Uh, on the on the pod there on the on the text chain so yeah I don't know if y'all listened to it but that was that was my cut yeah that was my rich cut I did try to listen to some more of his work too and like those guys I I, I 
he's on Spotify. He has a couple projects, but yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing for like Young Dro. Young Dro to yeah. me is the the Memphis Bleak of the South. Like, <laughs> like you got on because your homie is, is mad yeah. talented and right. you tried to ride those coattails and you fell off. Yeah, I know. Had everything laid out for you. Had the club. everything. Didn't quite hang on. Buffet was set. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here's your date. You're gonna. T- <laughs> yeah. oh, Unfortunately, and he's still kind of around. I saw him in a video not too long ago, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you no. What are you doing there, buddy? Shoulder lean was it. Yeah. That was it. That was your moment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I thought one hit wonders were done, but they still are out there. Yeah. yeah, still a thing. Well, good for him. I mean, he got to live a little bit. Yeah, he's still there. I'm still. I'm sure he still gets to. Yeah, yeah, hang around Ti and (laughs) soak up the (laughs) soak up the benefits. Those see, those are the guys that I also wondered too. Like you know, getting back to the ghostwriting, and not so much ghostwriting, but I wonder if they're just around a lot too. If they like, you know, they critique, they like, you know, bounce off ideas and stuff. It's like you're on the roster still. Yeah, you may not be the guy that's you know out there rapping and stuff, but you know he's probably special. What he does with Grand Hustle, similar to maybe Memphis Bleak. I think Cole said it best. He's like, they know they can't get to Mike, so they said a little Tito. Well played, Cole, and well played, Chris, for remembering what Cole said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. So let's. Let's move to 2009. So they actually didn't do one in 2008. So we go from. Do we know why? I tried to figure out why that was. Why? Why did they skip over 08? I never oh, found out. I, I was trying to figure it out too. I wonder if they. I don't know. And maybe they. I wonder if 2007 was one of those things they put it out there, since it was the first time, not really knowing how it would hit. Yeah. 2008 came around, they weren't really planning on doing it again, and maybe there was, like, a call for it, like a callback for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so 2009, we got Wale, B.O.B., Charles Hamilton, Asher Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fax, Ace Hood, Currency, (sighs) Kid Cuddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a damn good list yeah, like, truth be told the only person on that list I had no idea who it was was Charles Hamilton that's not a good hip hop name like I was expecting to pull up like an Isley brother or something yeah yeah for sure I was thinking Anthony Hamilton I was like hold on a it's his cousin it's his cousin <laughs> I used to mess with Charles Hamilton a little bit I, I remember listening to a project but yeah he never really even I listen he and he's like a guy that puts out like I don't know he probably has like twenty or thirty projects on Spotify. Yeah, and they I all sound to today. like he recorded was... them in his basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I listened to him a little bit today or earlier, anyways, this week and yeah. to try and to try to catch up on that. And I was, <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, I wasn't impressed. I was like, oh, I can see why he fell off. Yeah, that's definitely an early entry in the best list. Yeah, uh, the best freshman class, the best, the best draft class. That's right. That's a damn good list. 
most of those dudes are still active too. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say even the 07 list, like mm-hmm. those guys are still putting stuff out. But 2009, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go back and talk about which one we think is the best. But but just out of curiosity, who on that list do you like absolutely hate? Like we we took some shots at Rich Boy and Young Dro. Like who on that list though is just kind of like. Man, they they got this one horribly wrong. I mean, I know you got some some absence of love for Cuddy um, <laughs> and whether or not he should be classified as rap, and I get that, and I co-sign yeah. that. But outside of that, who else on that list is just like, what the hell are y'all thinking? Yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, that, I think that's a point to say, like, that's a, a point in the direction of that could be the best. But. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like in terms of uh solid right like yeah. like we'll, let, we'll, yeah we'll circle back but no you're right i mean i there's definitely you know this it's a solid lineup right you're talking you're looking at you're looking at a toronto raptors like lineup <laughs> a lot of depth <laughs> you know because none of them because if you think about it None of these dudes really blew up. Like we love Wale. Oh, whoa. I was gonna say, like, well, no, no, no. Leave I'm talking Wale's about, like, name out of this. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I mean, I'm talking about hands. like blew up Wale in terms wasn't. of. I'm talking like they they got theirs right. Like when you talk about, I'm talking about the level of fame that they would have liked to achieve. I don't think any anybody on this group really reached that level of fame. Purely from B, maybe. B.O.B. did for, like, a quick second, though. For sure. Like, he he, he didn't last long at, at the top. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, actually some B.O.B. popped up on, on my uh, playlist today, man. and Because I remember when B.O.B. came out, they compared him to Andre. Like, he even says that. Yeah. Uh, Andre, uh, yeah. They, mm-hmm. I mean, that was that – I remember was, when there was the comparison. Yeah. Andre the Giant? Like, who are we talking about? <laughs> Andre Rising? Who are we talking about? <laughs> <Andre Rising. laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, look, I know man. we're not talking about three, three stacks. stacks. I know we're not talking about three I mean, stacks. He has a similar kind of weirdness. He plays a yeah. guitar. I can see why they would make the comparison. I'm, I can also see why he said... Lyrically. No, I think they meant South. This is, yeah, this is very surface level. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. not my opinion. <laughs> I read it in a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but B.O.B., like he came out with songs with Eminem and, and Wayne. Like he was definitely being pushed as like the next great, hip-hop superstar and and like matt said he was there for a second but i don't know what happened like his first i I think it was his first album was like pretty solid it was maybe he was too different for hip-hop like before hip-hop was ready to be really different i don't know because he he put out some different sounds for sure but he definitely put out some stuff that was like lyrically pretty pretty strong not I mean, yeah, he was no. the greatest lyricist of the, in the world, yeah, but yeah. I mean, but he he definitely put out some respectable uh, projects, but he didn't last long, man. Yeah. I'll oh, go ahead, Matt. Uh, 
just my opinion. I thought it was just a little poppy. And so maybe yeah. even in his mind, he was like, I, I don't want to be that artist because <laughs> mm-hmm, he sure. still makes music. It's just, yeah. you probably haven't heard a lot of it. Or if you do hear it, it's like, is that, is that rich boy? Is that, is that plies? Oh, it's B.O.B. <laughs> I don't know that, that old dirty bastard uh, release that he made. I, I, that's one of my cuts. I like that jam a lot, but, uh, Look at me, I sound I sound fifty saying jam. But but what really killed me about Bob was he took that whole underground rapper mentality initially. Like I don't mess with that pop shit. I'm strictly on this underground hip hop shit until that money came. Mm. <laughs> and when yeah, and sure. when Ti came calling, it was like, "Yo, make a radio jam." He was like, cool, I got you. And just <laughs> went in a whole nother direction. And like to a lesser degree, Wally, he did that for a second. When he first got on MMG, because his initial offerings, he was strictly, I'm not into that pop shit, I'm not into that money shit. That's all you guys talk about. And then he kind of flirted with it, but then he went back to, okay, I'm strictly just, I'm a rapper. I can't do that nonsense. B.O.B. never really veered back. He never, he never went back, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I guess yeah. 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 Like he has a song, Magic. Y'all heard that magic song? Mm-hmm. It's super it's is it's different, man. It, it it is different. And I don't know, and I don't know if that's him or Chris to your point, if it was like TI was like, Yo, we need that radio cut. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it was a little it was a little off. But uh, Corey Guns. Man, he suffers from papoos, like a similar papoos kind of thing. Yeah, I, I I don't know, I don't know if papoos is the comparison, because I guess yeah, no, I, I can see that because when Corey Guns steps on that six foot seven foot, <laughs> man, I, I talked yeah. about last week. I found yeah. J Cole off of you know Jay Z. Uh, you know, the Jay-Z song. And I thought Corey Guns was about to have that that J. Cole-like rise after that six-foot, seven-foot uh, feature. But it just never... And he has some songs that are all right, too, but, like, there's not enough in, in, you know, in the queue for, for Corey. Yeah, I agree. How many albums does he have? I never actually even dabbled at see. I try looking. And granted, Spotify is not the best yeah. measure. Sometimes you gotta go to that live mixtapes and yeah. sound go to Wikipedia and <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it right now. I'm sure that's what B's doing too. Yeah, I just kinda wondered. Well, that's a good question though. But I I feel like I've looked for him and looked for projects, but never found them and just wondered, like, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't put out some when he had, like, that buzz around him. He has a project this year with whoever young JB is. Never heard of him. Yeah. Um, And I don't know what's with the trend. Sorry to go off on a tangent, (laughs) but people doing the album covers with, like, Scarface or older mafia movies with Uh, the black across the eye. 
Somebody please explain to me what the fuck that is. <laughs> if I had an answer. <laughs> if I had one answer for you. <laughs> I'm fresh out. <laughs> it's called Guns and Butter. I really don't like the title. But... <laughs> I'm yeah. Oh man! Yeah, no. <laughs> that's funny, man. It's <laughs> a good analogy. Everybody yeah. trying to be Griselda all of a sudden. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. so I got a question. So we talked about 2009 being a early favorite for for freshman class of the year. Yep. If Wale is the number one pick in that draft class, who's number two? Man, it's like there's a couple on there. Like Matt brought up a few episodes back, Blue, and I've gone back and listened to some of his work, and I'm definitely a fan. Um, yeah. And I'm sure Matt is going to throw currency out there as uh, <laughs> yeah. He's my, it's my that number two pick. I figured, that's my favorite. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I mean, Mickey Fax, I think, is one of those ones that every now and again, it's like he hits a pocket and he just does a really good project or he drops a couple really good singles. There's just an absence of consistency. Sure. I mean, I think if he if he's strung together two, three solid good projects, to me it'd be Mickey Fax. So I really don't know if I can argue with currency being the, the number two pick. I don't know if I can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go to twenty ten. Oh, yeah, that's when we start. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got J. Cole, Pill, Nipsey Hustle, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, <laughs> OJ the Juice Man. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Juice Man. <laughs> J. Rock, Fashan, and Donis. I mean, 2010, there's some names in there that stand like, the test of time. There's like three that are so-so, and then the rest are like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so that, again, we'll talk, we'll talk about it later. But 2010 class, man, that's a strong case for a class of the, for the strongest freshman class. I mean, Freddie Gibbs, we've talked about this before, puts out an album every – five weeks it seems like he's he's just bored during quarantine dog and he's he's like all right we're gonna put something out i see chris's face he i'm back i know i know i've said enough enough. i granted i i i can't dispute his placement on this list but again i'm just (laughs) this doesn't move the needle for me uh big shot we, I mean, we've yet to really dive in into Big Sean. Wiz Khalifa, I'm not like a huge Wiz fan, but I respect him. Like he, he has every once in a while he jumps. He to me is a feature rapper. Like he, he'll jump on some cuts. I'm like, yeah, that's like Wiz is nice. And then I'll go back and listen to some Wiz album. Like, ah, okay, I'll I'll wait for him to feature. There's a lot of in the whip tracks for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can get the windows down, and you know. You, you don't catch all the bars it's no shame yeah. <laughs> Wiz to me is almost like a more mainstream Devin the dude like that just really zoned out 
I I'm, I'm about to get high kind of music. And like yeah. Devin, the dude didn't really cross over. He never, you weren't going to hear Devin on the radio, at least not in he, out <laughs> no, here. You, were not you might have in California or something. Um, but Wiz Khalifa somehow just, he was that yeah. first artist to really just kind of take oh. that and take it mainstream to me. He, he definitely cleaned up Devin, the dude lyrics. <laughs> I mean, you can play you can play Wiz on the radio. I don't know if you can get some Devin tracks on there. Yeah, I don't I don't think Devin ever strides for that, but yep. uh, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> That's why I like him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the dude. The dude's a good one. He's a funny and interesting guy. I love Devin the dude. Yep. <laughs> for sure. He should have been on one of these freshman lists now that I think about it. <laughs> when did his first... Okay, now I got to do some research. Go ahead, B. I'm just going to figure some shit out. But that's a strong list, though. Yeah, that's yeah, a strong list. Um, there's probably a, only a couple guys I say, like, and the hate word's strong, but uh, I would say, you know, I, I haven't listened to OJ the Juice Man album, and I probably will never. And I'm okay God, I, I feel horrible. Dude's the been dude around forever. came out in 98. <laughs> dude been around forever. He was on Chronic. Jesus <laughs> he was on Chronic 2001. <laughs> Man, where the fuck does the time go? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Although now that I think about it, that project, I remember rolling around listening to that in high school. So that makes sense. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. You Just got to get my days? timeline together. Remember the Fort Collins yeah. days when you pass around the CD? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But the dude, he... I don't know where he his place is in hip-hop, but he's a unique figure, if you ask me. And there's a lot of characters that, you know, they're never going to be talked about as, like, greatest rappers or anything. But they... We might have to find an episode or find a lane for them. <laughs> and have a conversation just to smile about some... You know, they're doing their own thing in their own world, and that's great. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's see. Let's let's shout out some names and see what you guys think. What about Fashad? I actually stumbled across him a while back, earlier this year, I want to say. Um, falling down rabbit holes as we tend to do. But I can't say that I was blown away, but I won't say that I was wildly disappointed either. So I don't I don't know where he falls on this list. And truthfully, I want to go back and listen to whatever it is he dropped around this time to kind of see what warranted it. But his newer stuff is I guess it's okay. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. I've listened to him a little bit. He he actually opened for Nas when Nas was doing uh his uh Illmatic tour, the twentieth anniversary, I want to say twenty or twenty-fifth. Um, but I did see Fashan and unfortunately the fans <laughs> didn't give him enough love. <laughs> and they were Damn. just like, get off the stage Nas. kind of shit. Yeah, they were there for Nas, unfortunately. So that was Damn. a bad hip hop day. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, you open it for Nas, that's pretty yeah. Which I, I, that's what I was like trying to understand, like why people would be like I mean, he only had like five or six tracks and they were like, All right, let's get Nas on. It's like, come on, man, if Nas said <laughs> If Nas is saying, like, this is who he wants to open, I mean, come on. Let's, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, cool. how, that's how dudes <laughs> grow, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Donis, thoughts on Donis? None. 
Yeah, I was hoping y'all could help me, honestly. <laughs> so it's like it's artists like that. I think that to Chris's point, why '09 is such a strong one. It's like mm-hmm. you know, no one you don't even hate anyone on there. This one, we got people we don't even know about. Yeah, OJ, Donis. So I mean, it, yeah. it it just evens the playing field a little bit. For sure. For we're, sure. We're about to get to my to my entry for greatest freshman class of all time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's for get the same it. reason. For the exact same reason. Mm-hmm. 2011, you got Meek Mill, Big, K-R-I-T, Crit, Sci High, Lil Twist, Yellow Wolf, Fred the Godson, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, Kendrick Lamar, and Diggy mm. Simmons. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this that one, Chris. This that one. Can the huh? congregation get an amen? <laughs> Can the congregation say that. amen? Uh, <laughs> there's some highs and I think there's some lows. Again, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, who out of this list would you just be like, take them and just throw them out? Like, okay, Diggy Simmons never really took off. But like, who out of this list would you just say, get them the F out of here? No one really. I mean, maybe little twists, but I—he was like a little little kid <laughs> at that time. Yeah, like, I don't even think he had cuss words in his his raps. If if I recall, <laughs> too, little twist was part of Cash Money, was he not? Yeah, yeah. And that's now two, because we got little twist, and then we got um, what's old boy's name? That was on uh that was Cash Money? Yeah, that was on um the little Wayne Corey Guns. Damn. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. 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 Do we think that there's a development thing there? Like how is it that both of them had some decent promise mm-hmm. and just never really took off? Or maybe it was a talent thing. I don't know. Yeah. But all from the same camp. It's true. You know who's not on here that I just realized is your boy. Is Drake not on any of these lists? Your boy. He never was a freshman, Brandon. Well, yeah, not to just... mention, you can turn <laughs> it down. You can turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Drake's like, I don't need that. You know who I is. straight to the pros. He's the fuck freshman class. But no, but you, you, you're, mentioning, you're mentioning cash money. And, and development and Drake would have been like someone who would have like fit into that category, right? Yeah. Well, do we think that Wayne actually like brought Drake along, or did Drake just kind of pit stop there? He's like, "All right, cool, I'm out." Like it's almost like Cole and, and Rockefeller. Like, do we think Jay Z really brought Cole along, or he well, stopped through, dropped an album, and was like, "Okay, cool, thanks, appreciate it, I'm out." Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I feel like the towards. Drake, the Drake, yeah. uh, Weezy connection was pretty strong because they were rolling pretty strong together for a while. Like they, they had a lot of cuts together. Uh, so I mean, even if it was a stop, like he, he took a couple classes. Like I, I, I think, I think Weezy definitely helped mold his career more, maybe probably more so than Jay Z and and Cole. Yeah, I mean, but I'm he, just like he probably oh, gave him some street credit, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think Drake needed that development like, say, a Corey Guns or a Little Twisted. Right. 
Those guys sure. are like homegrown talent where yeah. Drake was already – he already knew how to ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. So, but back to the list, 2011. I mean, you know, Mac Miller is Mac Miller. RIP, man, we Nipsey and Mac both gone. That's a shame. And Fred the Godson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sai, we, you know, we talk about him and the first 16, but, I, you know, I think it's safe to say all three of us are definitely fans. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, this, I mean, this is a strong list. This is a strong list for sure. And then, of course, the headliner. Yeah. K-Dot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think he, this is a solid list, like more, okay, so now we're, now we're going to the, the, the comparison mode, right? Uh, K-Dot <laughs> definitely carries this class. Uh, I'm torn, actually. I, I'm going back and forth. I'm going back and forth. Whatever happened I'm, to Diggy Simmons? Because Diggy was all right. Like, Dig, Diggy was like, to your point earlier, Matt, about a little twist. Like, Diggy was young when this came, when, when this came out. And I remember the first time I heard him, I think it was on the BET Cypher, when, like, Cube and his kids were doing their thing. And, and, um, and, and you know, the Simmons boys were doing their thing. And Diggy came out, hit it pretty hard. He had an okay single that came out after that. But I don't even know if he's really, like, followed up in the game. Like, I would love to hear a grown-up Diggy, I guess I guess is what I'm saying, because he could flow. But obviously he was so young, his bars probably, like, weren't anything of relevance. But it would be interesting to hear his sound today. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder what he's up to. I mean, he's probably not rapping, really, but I'm sure he's doing something in the music music game so yeah because i will uh, i was just gonna say i will say i i was not familiar really with little b so i'm trying to look and see what he might be about yeah the bass guy Uh, oh is that is that his name (laughs) i think that's the one i think (laughs) if i'm remembering correctly little b is the bass guy and i don't think you yeah that's that's your type of music chris (laughs) <laughs> I, I will. I mean, I will say this. I mean, just looking at his discography, and I know not to judge a, a book by its cover, but all I'm seeing are a bunch of like, like the old school No Limit album covers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. the big neon lettering and the and yeah. all the the five oh, rings yeah. on the that's, finger. That's the bass yeah. guy right there. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh man, he gets I, that's gonna be a hard pass. <laughs> that's a hard pass. <laughs> a big interesting zero for me. <laughs> just just so to follow him on, off the list just to follow up on diggy, diggy real quick so he put out an album in 2012 so around this time but then not again till 2018 so you go six years in between that's probably why you fall off yeah like, unless you're busted rhymes you can't do that shit no yeah. no you have to be a legend already yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly not 12 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah, so all right, I guess we might as well get to it. Chris, is is this it? Is is twenty eleven the class, the best well, freshman before, class in double XL history? Before I answer, I just 
as we complete this, it, it makes me look at not necessarily the list, but I guess where hip hop's at. Cause like you look at these lists and there are a lot of lyricists on this list. And then we were bashing the 2020 list and truthfully 2018, 2019 looks similar. I wonder if it's more just a representation of where the game is at. Um, like they knew back then, and there was some garbage rappers they could have put on this list back then, <laughs> but really lyricism was what carried the game. And it's almost like now that's not the case. And that's that's really what their list has to be composed of are these these people who have Instagram followers and Twitter followers and eh, I don't know. It's, it's all depressing. It makes me sad. <laughs> and as you say that, Chris, it's kind of interesting because I, I just I caught a wave of what Brandon's saying. It's like Drake, I know you can rap. <laughs> we need you to rap. <laughs> Make this shit cool again so <laughs> someone else will get out here and rap. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> that, you know, that, that's, you know, the little Wayne run, that was big, man. That really did help <laughs> save some shit. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. That's when it was cool again to rap. So, you know, we need another one of them guys. Yeah, and I think, you know, for some foreshadowing, you know, the plan is to really kind of look at the fall off, right, uh, uh, of Double XL. I think it'd be interesting to say, okay, 2012, who could have been there besides Iggy Azalea? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's some yeah. slots got taken up. Yeah, that's, that's the first lady too. That's that's the first lady of the wild. freshman class. Is it really? Oh. Iggy Azalea. Yeah, that's not that's not good. <laughs> there you go. Let's, let's start. <laughs> Beginning of the end. <laughs> oh man, the 2012 also has Macklemore. I, I I got some interesting takes on Macklemore, but we'll oh, save that for another episode. I just never can do it. I never got into it. I, I, he makes music. I'm sure it's good. I just never got into it. <laughs> mm. uh, but no, I agree. It is it is interesting. Because, I mean, you can just look at the 12 class and, and, you know, it's hard to see where they match up lyrically with those, you know, four classes that we just mentioned. Right. So there's there's definitely a fall off. But to your point, Chris, I do wonder if they're out there, if those artists are out there and Double XL went from pushing the trend to following a trend. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder like how those internal conversations went. Because, uh, yeah, man, I mean, Double XL, like Chris mentioned earlier, you know, I never read a Double XL, but like I did look at the freshman classes. Like that was of of all the the uh, you know the covers or the articles or whatever it is like that was the one I look forward to because like I mentioned last week that's how you found new artists mm-hmm. that line wire <laughs> <laughs> right but uh, yeah so I mean it, it would be interesting to get get some take on that and see like how what was the pivot was it the industry or was it uh, you know them going a different route 
but I, it does it does break my heart it does <laughs> it breaks mine too like <laughs> um Talk, this go back to your question. class oh my god <laughs> where are you the day hip-hop died for real have y'all looked at this 2015 class you, you probably have that magazine in your hand thinking <laughs> again that's why it just goes back to like how did it all go so wrong how do you come out with four inaugural i guess you can't say inaugural four times but how do you go to four (laughs) (laughs) back for the fourth time (laughs) right but uh shout out to dilated peoples (laughs) yeah there you go yeah um but I guess four very decent, very respectable lists to where 2015 and on just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, man. Yeah, this is bad. I mean, it could <laughs> just be some bad business decisions in, within XXL, too, and just, you know. Yeah, it could have been got, a change. Somebody retired. Yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah, was exactly. like, you know what? Here are the keys, young buck. Do me proud. <laughs> As soon as that motherfucker leaves the building, the shit's on fire. <laughs> God damn! Man, I just gave you the keys. <laughs> Could be that simple, man. Just change the guard. For sure. Could be. Well, they were probably fighting the whole time. They were probably fighting the whole time. That's why that list starts getting. It's like, what Iggy Azalea with who? He's <laughs> like, those are my five, and those are your five, and then finally, uh, he said, you know what? Go ahead, old man. Enjoy your time. <laughs> 15 ain't seen nothing yet. You <laughs> yeah. so, try to give him the to the Hummer. He said, fuck your Hummer. <laughs> uh, but uh, to answer your question, B, uh, for me, it's 11. And truthfully, it boils down to, like, between 09 and 11, who on that list do I still heavily vibe with? And from 09, it's it's basically Wale, Blue, and to a lesser degree, Mickey Fax. Now, I dabble in Cuddy every time he drops. Sorry, Matt. I'm, I'm not a fan of currency. You know this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but 11, I mean, and I'm not a fan of Meek either, but Crit, Psy High, Fred the Godson, rest in peace. But everything he dropped up to that point, huge fan. Mac Miller, Kendrick. I mean, that's five artists I vibe with as opposed to two to three off the 09 list. So that's kind of how I went about it. And to me, I think 11 is the best class. Did y'all ever get into Yellow Wolf? Yeah, I got no. into it for a bit. No, he wasn't feeling <laughs> yes Yellow Wolf? No. <laughs> yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, I got, I got into him. And yes, I got out of them. <laughs> that that came out wrong. <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you fall on my chair, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> there's there's some projects that are real questionable, and it makes me leads me to believe some of the thoughts I had on some previous episodes. So we won't have to go through all that again. But yeah, the, he kind of reminds stepping stone. Yeah. yeah, he he reminds me of a. Uh, a louder Bubba Sparks almost. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a more animated Bubba Sparks. And I just I wasn't I wasn't a fan. Okay. Okay. Matt, I like his earlier work, but Matt, who you got? Who who do you think 
Who would you consider the strongest freshman class? Uh, I mean, 11 is pretty good. 10-2. I mean, fuck. They're all real good. Like, yeah, let's go uh, 2010. I mean, I got J. Cole, Nipsey, Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs. I mean, the highs are just better than – I'll take those highs all day. You can give me five okay guys that I probably won't listen to, but if you give me those five that I will always listen to, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was second that for almost that exact same reason. I think Cole, Nipsey, Freddie, and and Big Sean are a stronger top heavy class than some than some of the other ones. Like I definitely like uh, eleven. It probably is deeper, right? When you when you talk about all of them, uh, but yeah, I think you can you can probably get more out of. And I'm talking like more sales, more like if we were to put together a label uh, of hip hop artists, I think you can get more out of 2010 than you could 11. I can't argue that. But man, it, it is crazy to look back to to see yeah. like how many of these dudes are still bumping, like all the way back to seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were talking about. And these dudes are, most of them are still putting stuff out. And I'm still yeah. waiting for it, too. That's what's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. excited when they put projects together where it's interesting how that flips later on. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Next episode, we've got Player Haters Ball Round 2. I <laughs> know, oh, man. No doubt. I'm here for that. We're here for the hate. <laughs> we oh. here for that. There's yeah, there's like a, these diamonds in the rough though, and it's like wow, man, that damn that guy must feel like what is going on with this thing? <laughs> this hip hop shit. You guys got me around all these guys. <laughs> there's in next episode, I'm gonna have to tell the lady she can't listen because her fa- <laughs> her favorite artist is is on was on one of his lists, and man, I'm gonna shit all over him. Go ahead and put it out there. Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? What is this, Cole? <laughs> I feel like we got to leave it. Nice we got to leave it. Nice one, Matt. Next week. No, just... Come on. Come on. We'll, uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it off air, but uh, for the listeners. <laughs> it's bubbling. <laughs> Brandon's hate is bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's actually, you know, it's probably not that bad, but I think it's as much. I don't like them that much and she loves them to death. And I, and it's one of those things like, like, will you just stop talking about this motherfucker? Like <laughs> Sometimes those critiques hurt. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. But anyways, but yeah, fellas, no, that was fun, man. It was, it was good to, I don't, obviously, you know, I was going to say the golden era hip hop. It's not that, you know, seven to 11, but it's, the last great hope. <laughs> yeah, kind of like we yeah. said. Like, we, yeah, we need a renaissance, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. It's time you know, to redo this thing. <laughs> it's like 10 years later, we're waiting for another freshman class that's going to carry us for the next the next 10 years. Yeah, we right. might as well just start putting it together now. I mean, we're, we've, we need to start thinking about this next 
2021, the end of what was the best of 2020. Yeah, the double XL is going to let us down. I guess we got to do it all ourselves. But see, and that's that's what I was kind of saying is like double XL, I think, truthfully believes that the people who are listed on that 2020 are the people who are going to carry hip hop forward for the next 10 years. Like they feel like that's where hip hop is at now. And that's who's going to carry it. And I'm just like, I want to just run up and knock the baton out their hands. <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say to that. <laughs> That's a lane violation. You're out. You disqualify. <laughs> that baton, Chris. Get him. Trying your heart or something. Do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe we maybe we got to talk about. Uh, maybe we'll switch up the name of our, our freshman class, the M- the MC class. Right. Something that's about the. Uh, the lyricists of of the game, yeah. Like y'all can have that that rap hop. That's what I'm calling it for now. Hop rap, pop rock, pop rap, <laughs> pop hip, whatever hip hop. I was listening to a commercial and they were talking about a uh, pop rock. And I was like, why? If if rock and roll can have pop rock, like why can't hip hop have whatever we want to call it? Hip hop, yeah, yeah, hip hop. I mean, there, there you go, hip hop. But they still classify it as rock, though, as a subgenre of rock. I mean, I think it's the same thing with hip hop. It's still going to be ultimately tied to hip hop. You're not going to be able to sever that. But, <laughs> sorry, I mean, sorry, we, B. We, we yeah, right. Least, <laughs> yeah. You got You got to have some mad scalpel skills, and you're still not severing that. <laughs> <laughs> you so can be Doogie fucking Hauser. You're not severing that. <laughs> that, that tumor's staying, bro. Uh, you can be house. I, 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 I just want to preference. I, I preface it. You man. can be Hugh Laurie. Pre- You're not severing that. Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. I'm, a, I, I'm still pushing for it, bro, because I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, that was fun. That was that was fun. Um, so let's get to it before we get to the last, the last segment of the episode. Again, make sure you guys check out the soundtrack run the Run CMB soundtrack on Spotify. Make sure that you tell your peoples all about us. Tell me and catch us everywhere. iTunes. What you want us on Spotify? You got us there. You want us on Pandora? Yeah. All about your voice. Uh, I mean, you tell me, you tell us where, where, where you want us, and we'll, we'll tell you we are there. iHeartRadio, we coming for you next. We getting there. We coming for you next. Uh, so, yeah, definitely make sure you let your people know you, you can catch us anywhere. Um, and make sure you rate us, share us, like us, review us. Holler back at us on the socials, run CMB podcasts on, on Facebook and Instagram and CMB underscore run on Twitter. Eventually we like to start rolling out some polls, get some instant feedback and roll and roll that into some episodes. And again, we're about to get into the what you rocking to segment. You always want to hear what you, the people are rocking to and uh, see if we can get that on the pod. So, Chris, I'm going to kick it off with you, man. What are you rocking to this week? 
Uh, so, so for the fans, I mean, B mentioned earlier that I'm about to, to fuck up the playlist. Uh, obviously, I disagree. And um, you guys can thank me later or in the words <laughs> of the upcoming artist, you can thank me now. I will say, well said, well said. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> hell of a setup. <laughs> Drake, man, I mean, and, and I know for the, the purists, they're not going to really call this hip-hop, but <laughs> that new single he has with Little Dirk just, I don't know, it hits something different. <laughs> yeah. <It> just, <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it's that, it's that, that hybrid that Drake is so well-known or um infamous for that 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 hybrid of singing and rapping but i just again i i like it it just is something it almost to and truthfully i think i heard i was watching i think it was one of the basketball games and they had it played in the background i think it was jason tatum from boston and he was like oh this is a song, song of the summer isn't it and he he might be right he might be right uh this oh, this man. 2020 pandemic summer Brandon's face is too live. <laughs> it might be. It might did, be. Other didn't than, we already try to put out the song of the summer with that Tootsie Slide bullshit? <laughs> yeah, I'm not co-signing that shit. <laughs> but <laughs> song of spring. Yeah, that couple with maybe Ooh La La by uh, Run the Jewels. Those yeah. might be my my nominations for this the song of the summer 2020. But uh, again, I like it. So at, at the risk of uh, spreading Brandon's gray matter everywhere. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, that and um, Nasty Nasta Esco to Escobar. Now, yes. it's Nostradamus. The album is coming Friday, and that it's Ultra coming. Black. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, That's a good yeah. single. That's a good single. Not not what you generally expect from Nas. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's tried that up-tempo sort of thing before, and it just didn't really work. This, for whatever reason, sounds a little different. I, I like that Ultra Black. And not to mention, it's called Ultra Black. And <laughs> at this point in time, <laughs> we, we need those anthems. I like right. that. So, yeah. It, it so, is interesting that Nas went up-tempo this, later, this late in his career. I don't think the whole album will be that either. No, but no. yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, we, we got but, some homework to do come Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might be time for an episode. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, uh, and, and I hate to mention Nas and Drake yeah, in the same man. breath, but uh, even still, that's given. That's that's both yeah. ends of the spectrum. I I'm mean, giving that's you. Range. I'm giving you a wide, exactly a wide range of shit to rock to. So again, you can thank me later. Or you can take me now. Okay, like I'm, I'm gonna jump in, Matt. Before I get, before I get to you, Hit it. <laughs> Hit it. We, again for the new listeners, we did a whole episode on Drake, and I've said my piece. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try not to go down that road. But as, as you said that, I was trying to think of that song that. Uh, you know, you can thank me now, song. Yeah. And I, I mean, that I actually like that song. I, I do. I mean, I just to remind everyone, there's a lot of Drake I like. I'm just tired of you know 
but whatever he's on these days. But even that song has a lot of that like dual. I don't even know what it is, man. Dual threat. Yeah. I don't, uh, <laughs> the, the harmonizing hip hop vibe that he's going for. I like that, Matt. That that's a good. He's a dual threat. He's the Cam yeah. Newton rap. <laughs> he's oh, the yeah. Lamar Jackson of rap. So uh, I like that. That's what I would start calling him. The whole MJ reference was a bit absurd. I'm not I think it's that. a lot. I think it's a lot. That's, that's going way too far. Right, I was going to Lamar say, Jackson. Lamar, yeah. not Michael. <laughs> Get <your> Jackson's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I was Andrew just, Jackson I was just surprised but. to hear Chris even say something he said he liked, and I was like, "Oh, I'm on board with that." And then I heard Little Dirk attach that, and that's what <laughs> that's what blew me away. Even Little Dirk didn't rap terribly in that song; like, it wasn't the greatest. And just, there's rumblings, and I know we don't talk about this dude on this episode, but on this on this pod, yeah. but that he was talking about a specific rapper. In one of his lines, he was yeah, called this, yeah, yeah. but I, again, he he wasn't terrible. Does Drake say anything anymore? Like I've I've kind of stopped. I've you know these days I give Drake a once over, and I'm like, okay, this is like Drake know, used to be an elite lyricist. He's still and got even, some bars. We're not doing this I again. Know. We're not doing this again. <laughs> Come on, this is where Morocco is. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Does he say anything anymore? Like in yeah. this song, in this song, does Drake say anything? In this song, this is what he's rocking to this week. <laughs> How about you listen to it and then come back? <laughs> I've listened to it. I, I, like I said, I listened to it once. I think I got the vibe of the song, and I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not listening to it twice. Sometimes this is experimental. Sometimes this is the song for the week. <laughs> I mean, we we got Topaz Jones on our list. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was what we're rocking to that week. We didn't say he's the best. But, but I'm just asking <laughs> does does he does he say anything? Because the last yes, few he songs, does. yes, he does. Still, all right. I yes, I have an idea. We're going to throw up our poll. <laughs> yes. See what the fans think <laughs> about laugh now, cry later. We're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I win. I bet I win. Oh, I, I mean, I guarantee you win because yes. Drake it's has... Because it's a good song. <laughs> Drake has entered into that realm, I think, where people think he can do no wrong. No, he can't do wrong. Yeah, we just we just bashed Tootsie Slide. Like, yeah, we, he can do wrong. He did the whole... Yeah, we... <laughs> Dark Lane Demo Taste. Yeah. We ripped that apart. He's yeah, he can do wrong. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about like to the general public. I think he's he's gotten to that point. Like when Fat Joe is comparing him to Michael Jackson, but it's Fat Joe. Like I mean, I mean, not to disrespect Fat Joe, but (laughs) Fat Joe has some sway in the hip hop community. Does not so that I would be like exactly. My brain matter would be all over the floor. So here's a question for you, uh, B. And again, this is going to sound mad disrespectful, so I apologize in advance. But Uh-oh. what do you know Fat Joe the most for? I mean, are you get, what, what are you getting at? I mean, I want to hear your answer. I know my answer. I want to hear your answer. What I'm do you know back. Fat Joe? No, nah, no, nah, it ain't that either. What do you no. know Fat Joe the most for? 
You mean being puns, Ronnie? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. So his 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 opinion doesn't mean much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris canceled Fat Joe. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Fat Joe makes some great workout music, but yeah, that's that's what he's known the most for is really finding big pun. Biting yeah. on big puns coattails. Holding the umbrella for him yeah. in that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was mad just I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> Oh, Servitude is not a good look on a rapper. <laughs> nah, nah, you're right about that. Yeah, what, is <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what was old boy's name that was popping around with the umbrellas? That was running with Diddy. Oh, Fonz. Oh, Fonz Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he parlayed that shit into a business, dog. Yeah, no, he was like, <laughs> he, he legit had a me. line of umbrellas. Yeah, he was popular for a bit, which that should be another episode is the entrepreneurship of uh of hip hop artists. For like sure. I saw something today that uh E forty has a wine, and I'm just like, damn dog, it is all over the map now. And <laughs> don't get me wrong, I applaud that shit, but it's dope how we we go into hip hop to kind of find our voice and put our stories out there and really get money in in a manner that we probably wouldn't be able to get it otherwise. And then we take that shit and turn it into other businesses and step into arenas they probably wouldn't have allowed us in. E-40 could not have walked into a vineyard and said, yo, I want to collab on a wine. But he's like, I got the money for it now. So you're going you gonna to do this shit. We're going to make it happen. Right. So I no, think that's dope. I, no, it is dope. I, and because uh, and even the athletes are starting to do that as well, right? Like for forever the black community was not well-versed in investments and having your money make money. And these, you know, people who reached the top didn't quickly went bankrupt when those millions of dollars stopped rolling in. But now, man, this, this generation, and I'm very glad, you know, that we can be a part of that is we're starting to see black entrepreneurship, uh, athletes, you know, LeBron is leading the way on that uh, on, in the sporting world. But yeah, and Jay-Z in the music world, I mean, shit. <laughs> the, the man's got an agency, right? <laughs> Representing people left and right. Uh, you know, Russell Simmons might have started that. Did Russell Simmons start? Uh, who started the whole clothing? That far. I loved Fat Farm. Yeah, yeah day, was that dog. was that, that was Def that's what I yeah, that that's was, what I was thinking. So Russ might have started that. Diddy ran with it and his and uh so I think Russ and Diddy really kind of put that on the map and like everyone else since has really pushed out for it. So absolutely. So shout out to E40 for getting that wine bread. <laughs> <laughs> nah. And but you know what's funny though, man? When E40 first started, I know we are all over the place right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> we really are. <laughs> that's all right. Rabbit that's holes. what we do. Not to go off on it. When, when we get when we get t-shirts, when we get apparel. <laughs> not to go off on a tangent is we got to figure out how to make that into a t-shirt. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but Fuck like a straight line. Fuck a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> when E40 started, if he would have 
said, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a do some wine. I'm going to have a, a line of wine. He probably would have got laughed out the building. Dog. Mm-hmm. Like nobody in hip hop would have taken him seriously. But that mm-hmm. just goes to show how, how far hip hop has come, how far the community has come, really. I mean, chameleonaires in Silicon Valley. Yeah. Invested in tech and all kinds of shit. So, for sure. Yeah. Big ups. Right. Mad big ups. For yeah, sure. Nipsey was in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 50, man, 50, like, we, we just clowning is not clowning, but, you know, his music career is not as hot as he would make it seem. But he has, like, you know, when you talk about power, and he's got another show, I think, about to hit on Star. Like, his television production company is making money. Right. No doubt. Yeah, remember when we had that vitamin water? Yeah, that was right. a big deal. Mad money. That was a big water. deal. That's right. <laughs> that's where he got the money to start his TV production. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Steps. <laughs> <laughs> Man, know how to climb those steps. That's All part of a plan, it. right? <laughs> so, so there you go. All right. Mm. I don't what know else how we I don't know how how we gonna work the <laughs> whole segment into the, like the final cut of this. <laughs> right, <laughs> was uh, necessary. Nas, yeah, uh, just just Nas and Drake for me this week. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 what you rocking to, Matt? Oh man, I this is probably the first week I've been really listening to what I was rocking to the whole week and got excited and even found a feature off of what I was rocking to. So that's Seafood Sam, man. I he was he was perfect for my week. And he hit me with uh, Huey Briss. He was featured on one of his projects. So I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like. Um, he's got a, even a track. He's got an album called Black Wax, but he got a track on there called Gil Scott Never Lied. So I was excited just to hear that. I heard it once or twice, but I'm going to be listening to that project a little bit more in depth this week. Um, other than that, uh, your boy Freddie Gibbs, he hooked up with Tom Mesh. <laughs> See Chris's face ecstatic, <laughs> <laughs> but he dropped a song that was pretty interesting. So, um, kind of he has a video with it too. So, kind of interested in just to rock to that this week. And then, uh, Escobar season has now returned. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. Nas album done. So I've been I've been rocking the Nas album done because I'm excited <laughs> the album done. <laughs> well played, well played. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's two for two for y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we dunking on fools out here. <laughs> right? Lob City ain't got shit on us. <laughs> half pod, half amazing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I can say golf clap. Yes. <laughs> oh, what you got, B? Yeah, I actually don't have too much this week. Uh, Ransom came out with director's cut scene three, and mm-hmm. and that was that was pretty nice. I didn't get to listen to it as much as I wanted to mess around with this double uh, XL list, uh, but yeah, so definitely he's got a song in there, Blackula, that that was pretty dope. But that whole, I think I ran through it about twice so far, but that the whole album is is, is pretty really? nice. okay. Yeah, front to back. So definitely got to give give that another once over though before I go completely co-signing uh, something like that. Uh, 
But yeah, man, that's really that's really all I got for this week. I mean, I wasn't really. I will say there was one other. I got back on Eminem's Infinite. You know, they were talking about. I saw an article about J. Cole, or somebody was saying what was J. Cole's favorite M song, and he was talking about Infinite. And so I went back. And I was like, damn, I haven't heard this song in twenty some years <laughs> at, at this point. Uh, but that was—it's crazy because it sounds like a different M. Oh yeah. I mean, it is right, but mm-hmm. yeah, it just—it—it's just crazy what time can do uh, to and for artists. Uh, so I'm probably throw that on there. But yeah, that's that's all I got this week. That's nice. up. Yep. Short and sweet. So yeah, nice. again, make sure y'all check it. The soundtrack—the soundtrack can only be found on Spotify, but we can be found everywhere. So make sure you tell no everyone about this. <laughs> Fellas, we did it again. Yes, sir. Can't Another goodie. Stop. Won't stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> we coming for it all. We coming for a magazine, double X. Like, <laughs> double XL. Uh, even if it's digital. Like, whoever want to give us the bag, we'll sign the contract. It's all good. Right. We, we, gonna, we ain't going to. We'll remain we'll ourselves. Make, we'll make good on that money for we'll real. We'll remain ourselves, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't change. No bobs here. <laughs> <laughs> we still talk shit about it. Your favorite favorite rapper or your rapper you hate. We'll talk shit about all of them. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, no one is safe. No, one no is one safe. is safe. Critiques will be happening. <laughs> you hey, might be nice, is an but... idea. Maybe uh, do a freshman podcast list. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, sure. the, the scene is kind of shifted, you know. Throw, throw that bring, on there. Bring it back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, double X. We want a battle rap arena with our freshman, our we freshman want. class, a versus, <laughs> and your freshman class. We want oh, versus. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Swiss. That's some, that's some celebrity deathmatch type shit. Yes, <laughs> I got some lights for you. Yeah, we, got some, we got a lineup for you. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, Double XL, you ain't gonna do us no favors. We just trashed the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double XL. We're good friends, I mean, friends yeah. though. Listen, if you were, on, we were just playing. Yeah, yeah just playing. This is hip hop. Yeah. If you want to put us on your platform. <laughs> We will yeah. we'll appreciate it. Don't get it I twisted. I prefaced it with no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so that clearly means no disrespect. Clearly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll take your platform at Double X. Uh, I mean, just on love. We respect what you have done. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But we're coming for that list. All right, we out. We just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Catch y'all next week. <laughs> Later. Peace.